0: Hello everyone, this is Peacekeeper Podcast, episode number 7, episode 7, yeah, let's see here, today is Thursday, December 29th, I just, uh, well, Emily just took Aesop over to Elle's place. I think they're going to go for a walk. Uh, The timing of this podcast, I'm having to kind of figure out a little bit. Um, It's kind of weird sending your very, very, very pregnant... (laughs) I say that a lot. I say very, very, very a lot. Anyway, sending my uh, maximum almost as maximum pregnant as you can get wife out the door with our almost two-year-old son. Just so I can record a podcast, this is of utmost importance. It's not. It's not. But she's going to leave anyway, and I could be with them, but alas, I am choosing this podcast over... My own son. No, I'm not. I love Asab, and I spend all the time with him. So I get an hour or two by myself a week, <laughs> literally. Oh my goodness! Okay, so we just had Christmas a few days ago. Um, I was, I was really hoping to get my little brother on this podcast. Um, but things don't always work out the way that we plan them. Uh, so on Christmas Eve or no, it was, it was on Christmas. Yeah. So I guess on Christmas Eve, he checked, he had a flight from Portland to Albuquerque direct flight and checked it that night. It was all good. Woke up the next morning on Christmas cause he was going to fly out on Christmas and check that morning flight canceled. Boom. Very, very, very sad. There's that very again. Um, so, yeah, he was. He spent all Christmas at the airport trying to figure out this damn flight situation, and ended up waiting in line. Hours and hours and hours just to get to the desk and get rejected in 30 seconds Uh, so he got a refund and it was just it was a bummer of a situation We were all expecting him to come down. He was really bummed So we had to do christmas without him r.i.p. josh Um, no, I really wanted to have him on the podcast It was gonna be good um, so he's just in portland I guess his girlfriend's family took him snowboarding to make up for it. Uh, Shout out to Josh. So anyway, I was planning to have him on the podcast. Didn't work out. And so I'm going to (laughs) just ramble. I'm going to rant for 30 minutes. I'm uh, going, I'm, I'm wearing Apple headphones. Again, none of this is important. I'm just talking to myself. Uh, I'm wearing Apple headphones (laughs) this time around because I bought these really nice $150 Sennheiser over-ear closed whatever headphones, closed-back headphones. They're awesome. They're great. They're super high quality. They're just so much, and they're so big, and they're so heavy that they start to hurt my ears after a while. Dang it. I really was looking for a a very comfortable pair of headphones and I heard that those are very comfortable to wear for extended periods of time. Maybe they will once I break them in a little bit, but for anybody out there that has a pair of over ear headphones, whether that's for either gaming or audio recording or music producing or whatever, if you have a recommended pair of headphones that I could wear for a long time, without necessarily thinking about them or feeling them, let me know, Uh, like comment below or, I don't know, just like (laughs) message me on Instagram or something. Uh, So until then, I think I'm just going to wear Apple headphones. Apple headphones are great. I don't think about them. Whatever. And, And if I have guests on, then they could wear the nice clunky headphones and they probably won't think twice about it. All right, so New Year's is in a few days. Y'all, so our baby is due, like, now. We are in the green zone as of a few days ago, so it could literally come at any time. And Emily and I were talking about how we're just kind of in denial about it. We're just like, "Uh, yeah, it's going to come soon, but we have time, you know. We... It's it's two weeks out. It's 10 days out. It's just kind of not. <laughs> We're prepared. But just thinking about doing the whole shebang, the whole preg- uh, giving birth and having a newborn and. Just the amount of work that it took to get Aesop to where he's at right now. Just two years of grinding every single day, nonstop, 24-7. And we're kind of at a place now where we're like, okay, we can do this. Like Aesop is manageable. We've got our routines down. You know, we've hit a stride. And then here comes this incoming meteor of a new baby that's just gonna it's i mean i i don't mean this in a bad way but it's gonna throw everything off but that's what kids do they just totally disrupt (laughs) your life in the best way possible but um yeah so this kid is due little ira is due in like ten days or like two weeks. He's due he's due on the fourteenth. Yeah, two weeks. But ASOP came early. And Emily's feeling like this one might come early. So we have hit thirty eight weeks, so it could it could literally be right now. Um, I have my phone on do not disturb just in case so she doesn't disrupt the podcast. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> no more no more phone on silent for the next couple weeks. Uh, So yeah, it could be today, it could be in a week, it could be in two weeks, or it could be in like three or four weeks, who knows, but it's probably going to be in one to two weeks. So I don't know what to do about this podcast because I want to keep doing it, but also I can't just, (laughs) I'll just have to figure out a way to do it like in the corner by myself while they're here. Cause I don't want to kick them out. That would just be weird. Um, or maybe I'll record it in my truck or <laughs> something. I don't know. I'll go in the cold garage. Um, we'll see. Uh, I- I'm planning on trying to continue on a weekly basis, but if I don't post for a week, you can kind of just, take the hint Um, because it's, it's easier to say that you can do all these things before the newborn comes, but once it hits, it's, you just enter, I don't know if it's fight or flight mode, but just like all hands on deck um, and other things just get totally neglected and forgotten about, especially things that aren't just super necessary um in the moment like this podcast um yeah so we're we're ready we just installed the car seat so we have two car seats in our car now which is a funny look just ultimate family just a good old family look two car seats um, let me see here. What else in regards to the baby? Everything looks good. All of her appointments have gone well. We're just sort of we're ready to go. Yeah, I mean, we're both really excited. I joke around, but we're we're very excited. I'm so ready to have 6 weeks off of, <laughs> of whole foods. Oh, yeah, yeah, that cannot come soon enough. Uh, it's just going to be a switch to a different type of work. But I need, I need the switch up. Um, very thankful for a lot of things about Whole Foods, but getting six weeks paid is going to be just awesome. Super stoked for that. And then let me see here. So I wrote down... I just, you know, since I wasn't able to make it happen with Josh this week, I was just kind of like, all right, well, I'll just write a few things down on my phone and just vent on each topic for a few minutes. Christmas. So shout out to Elle. Elle got Emily and I a nice, well, (laughs) yeah, it's a nice espresso machine, I think, I think it's from Savers, but it's cool. You can just make an espresso first thing in the morning and it has a little steamer and everything. So we got an, a cool espresso machine. I got a couple gift cards to Best Buy. Um, I got a bunch of <laughs> socks and underwear and a belt and just practical shit, you know? But Aesop. Uh, he he got he got the good guess christmas with with babies and with kids it's it's i don't know it's just different having kids around and it makes it more exciting and fun and i guess less mundane but we got Aesop a little remote control monster truck type thing it was like 10 15 bucks at a toy store and he just loves it uh, he got just all the typical stuff uh tractors and monster trucks and puzzles and blocks and pianos and stuff like that a dinosaur uh and he just loves them it's just it's fun it's satisfying when the presents that you buy for a young baby actually click and actually hit with him. Uh Yeah, so we went up to San Isidro to visit, with, uh, to spend Christmas with my parents. It was a good time. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Made a nice New York roast. So it's just like, I guess it's the tenderloin. No, something, I don't remember. But it's basically just the cut of a New York strip, but just in roast form. So just not sliced up. And it was banging. Even my dad the next day was like, I'm almost 60 years old, and that was the best meat I've ever had in my entire life. It's like, oh cool, nice. Um me and my mom tag teamed it. Uh Yeah, it was just a good, wholesome family couple days. Minus Josh. Oh, but Josh is actually sending his presents, so they should be in either today or tomorrow in the mail. So that was good. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, one other thing that I figured out this week that I'm actually really... I'm really excited about that. I think other people don't even think twice about or won't even care about, but it makes this whole podcast production and video processing system. It just makes it so much easier. So I realized that I've been, I've been exporting these videos at essentially maximum maximum. Render quality or maximum quality, um, which I was learning this week about bit rate. And so I've been exporting these videos. Well, so I export these podcasts attached to the video. I upload it into Anchor and Anchor turns it into MP4s and MP3s, depending on what platform it's listened or watched on. So on Spotify, you can watch the video of, I mean, if you want to <laughs> just look at me talking and instead of listening to me talking, but on Spotify and YouTube, you can watch the video, but everywhere else you can just listen to it. But I've been uploading this one file of the video and audio attached. And because you add the video, it makes it so much bigger. And so I've been exporting these hour long videos you know, 45 minutes to an hour and a half podcasts with the video attached. And these file sizes are really big. And so they've been around five to 10 gigs. Um, maybe not 10, but like four to seven to eight gigs per podcast. And that just takes hours and hours and hours to upload. And so I learned this week that if I just lower the bitrate. Here comes the garbage truck. Ready? I edited it out most of the time, but this is what the garbage truck sounds like. Are you ready? Well, I have the noise gate on, so you can't... <laughs> Anything below a certain decibel won't actually trigger the mic to record. But if I'm talking in the while it's happening, you can hear it. Anyway, <laughs> it just sounds so terrible. It's just like the squeakiest shrillest brakes every single time they stop come on waste management fix them brakes okay I'm just gonna keep going because I don't want to work around these dumb trash drugs okay bitrate yeah so if I lower the bitrate because I've been exporting it around 15 kil. I think it's kilobytes per second which makes it just probably yeah four to eight gigs per video. But if I lower that to around five or even less, but around three to five kilobits or kilobytes per second, it shrinks it down. It cuts it in half. It like halves it or even more than that. So I can turn an originally five gig video into a two gig video or even less than that. And with the compression that's already happening through YouTube and anchor and Spotify, you really can't tell the difference in the video. The audio is going to be the same. It's going to be the same quality regardless, but I don't need to, (laughs) again, this is just, I'm learning as I go here, but I don't need to have the highest quality video for these, for these podcasts. Um, it really does not, <laughs> it doesn't really affect it. Um, of course, if I'm like exporting a nice wedding video or, a, you know, some sort of promotional video for a company, yeah, you want to use higher bit rates. But for podcasts that I'm trying to just pump out once a week where the video is not necessarily important, it's more about the audio, just tank that bit rate all as low as you can before you start noticing a a degradation in quality and then just save yourself hours of uploading times because it's such a, it's a smaller file size. So I was really excited about that, which means this whole process just got a little bit easier. Just got a little bit more efficient, a little bit more streamlined. So now I can actually focus on doing other things like adding in time, stamps and time codes and I don't know, just improving this podcast in other ways. I wanna start doing I wanna start adding in ads my own ads, uh, for stamina coffee. Uh because why not, right? It's I'm the owner of Stamina Coffee and this is my podcast. So we'll see. That'll come with time. Again, this whole thing is a process. I'd I'd like to feel like I've arrived when I do this, but it's such a long journey and all the good podcasts that you listen to, they have years and years and years of doing this very regularly or a lot of money and resources behind them. And I'll get there at some point, but it's going to take time to course correct and refine over time. But yeah, I want to start trying to work on some ads for my coffee stuff. It's probably going to be, hey, this podcast is brought to you by Stamina Coffee. If you like good ass coffee, then head on over to my Instagram. You can just... Select View Shop and check out. You could buy a bag and check out straight from my Instagram, Stamina Coffee Instagram, and use this promotion code PEACE or PEACEKEEPER to get X amount of dollars off of your bag of coffee, something like that. Uh, but as just a reminder, yes, you can go to my. Stamina Coffee Instagram account, check out, buy a bag. It's, uh, we can only do shipping right now, (laughs) right now. Otherwise you'd have to come pick it up from my house, which I don't (laughs) really want people to be doing. So it's just, it's shipped only at the moment, which is fine. Um, yeah, Stamina Coffee, that's a whole. I don't know what to do with that right now. I've kind of hit a. Not a. I haven't hit a wall, but I've sort of lost momentum a little bit. There's just this constant pressure that I have to just always be grinding and hustling, and. Or at least I feel like I always should be. working on my side hustle, which at the moment happens to be stamina coffee. It used to be wedding videos. Wedding videos used to be my side grind. I probably shot maybe 30 to 40 wedding videos total, which I guess doesn't actually sound like that much, but it was a decent amount. Um, and I, I, you know, I would still continue to shoot wedding videos, but first of all, people are not, are people getting married at the same rate that they used to? I'm not sure. And if they are, I think they're a lot less willing to fork out one, two, $3,000 on a wedding video I feel like pre COVID there was a lot more expendable income, but now people are like, okay, what's, what's totally necessary. If we're going to have a wedding, if we're going to have, if we're going to drop a bunch of money, maybe we just stick to pictures. I don't know. That's what I think. Cause I think the wedding, I'll just say the wedding video (laughs) industry, if that's an, I think that's an industry, uh, but I think it's dipped a little bit post COVID. So I stopped, I took down my website. I stopped paying for it. Uh, Cause I'm tired of forking out a hundred bucks. I guess it's only a hundred dollars a year, but every time that every time it came up to renew, I was like, dang I don't want to spend another hundred dollars. It's not that much, but when you have a kid, your priorities change. And if it's not, you know, lucrative, if people aren't hitting you up for wedding videos anymore, it's like, okay, well, I'll just switch to to something else. So I think I'm I'm doing a wedding video next spring, I think, for my cousin, Kira, um, and her husband, Tony. And that'll be good. Um, But yeah, I don't do wedding videos at the same rate that I used to. And that's fine. Um, I I mean, I I really... I enjoyed shooting wedding videos. It's... Ready? There it is. Um, Yeah, you're just with... Well, first of all, most of the wedding videos that I shot were just... Again, most of them were just random people that saw another wedding video that somebody else posted and then hit me up through them. It's usually just word of mouth references. And so, yeah, I didn't know the majority of my clients. It was just meeting them for the first time on their wedding day, which is typically a very happy occasion and everybody's in good spirits. So that was fun because you're with these two kind of random people and a random group of people that you just met And everybody's stoked. Everybody's having a good time. Everybody's, you know, (laughs) most of the time they're hitting the bar. They're feeling good. And, man, I actually, now that I'm kind of recollecting, yeah, there was a lot of good, especially destination weddings. Like, I remember shooting a wedding with, shout out to Riley Russell. We flew to Chicago. It was actually peak COVID. And... (laughs) <laughs> I remember this is, yeah, peak COVID. I was not, anytime you left the state, you were supposed to quarantine for two weeks. Nah, I didn't do that. Just didn't tell anybody, but just flew to Chicago for a weekend, shot this decked out wedding. You know, these people are dropping $100,000 on a wedding. <laughs> um, And just, yeah, they're just so you just meet really random and cool people and you're really tight with them for 24 hours, 48 hours. And then you're just like, all right, peace. Um, but that, yeah, that was a good wedding. Um, I've, we did one in Laguna beach, uh, back in the day, again, another probably hundred thousand dollar wedding. These people are mega wealthy and just dropping the most money. Uh, Man, that was a, and that was our second wedding video ever. That was when Levi and I shot wedding videos back in the, yeah, together back in the day. But then I just did it on my own. Let's see here. Did a few up in Santa Fe, uh, El Paso, Denver, a uh, whole bunch in Albuquerque. Um, I think that was all the destination weddings. But yeah, good times. Um, and yeah, if y'all ever, I'll still do it. So if y'all want to hire me for a wedding video, I'll still do it. Um, I'm not going to push it, but if they come, if people hit me up, then yeah, I'll do it. So yeah, coffee is now my side hustle. I don't think it's as lucrative. (laughs) It's not as lucrative as wedding videos yet. It could be, but I've just got to scale it and make it more accessible. We'll see. I really need to, I need to get the price down per bag. It's too expensive because I'm between, well, I already bought a bunch of bags. It's the stickers. I'm using these really expensive custom cut stickers that you get online. And they're just too expensive. So I need to just get simple square stickers, bring the price of that down. Um, I need to buy cheaper beans. I've been buying these. I've been buying certified organic beans and that's cool. It's cool. But there is a conversation to be had about the organic certification label. I feel like it's lost a lot of its credibility over the years. Or maybe not credibility, but it, it it's just been, I feel like, taken over by <laughs> capitalism. No, I don't... Fuck, I don't even know what I'm talking about. But what is an organic certification. It's a USDA. So the United States department of agriculture has to come into your business and give you a certification that says, okay, this company is throughout the entire process of whatever it is, they are not a using pesticides Of any kind, or okay, it's not even that. It's, I think, people are allowed to use short term pesticides. You just can't use like long term, um, like sustained pesticides throughout the growing or producing process. But you are, I think, allowed to use it on one off occasions or short term uh, if, if like your crop is. At stake or something like that. So it's also non-GMO. So no genetically modified organisms. Is it organisms? GMO? Genetically modified organisms. I think it's organisms. Uh, So there's no like molecular manipulating at the, you know, in a lab or at the yeah molecular level. Um, and a few other things like you can't use certain cleaning chemicals and stuff like that. Um, and again, I, I eat organic food. In fact, I would say that the majority of my diet is organic or better, right? Uh, like organic is sort of my baseline that I'll consume or, or local, um, But anyway, I feel like at the macro scale, this whole certified organic has just become commoditized. Like it's become commoditized and I feel like it's lost a little bit of its integrity just over the course of, you know, big business getting into bed with it. And I mean, again, this is like a U.S., government certification and it's like some small Ethiopian coffee farm going like gonna go through this rigorous process and pay thousands of dollars to get certified by this U.S. (laughs) Department of Agriculture even though they're probably I mean they could not be but they could be you know quote unquote following organic practices but they're just not technically certified but they could just You know, they're probably, I guess what I care most about is I don't want to be consuming foods that have been heavily sprayed with pesticides. And so if, if there's pesticide free coffee, but it's not certified organic, I'm down with that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, okay, so I've been buying these certified organic beans, and that brings the cost up a lot. So it, it makes it around six, maybe 6 dollars and fifty cents per pound of raw green beans. And green beans are just the unroasted coffee bean. They call them green beans, which sounds gross. It makes it sound like green beans. Which I'm not a fan of anyway, so I think I'm gonna stop buying Organic beans And still buy specialty grade coffee But maybe I could get it at four dollars a pound four to five dollars a pound as opposed to Six to seven dollars a pound. So anyway, I, I just, <laughs> to come full circle. To I need to drop the price of these bags to make it more realistic to scale up. Because that's I think it's all about so <laughs> it's all about scale and it's all about branding in the coffee realm is what I'm kind of finding out. You got to look cool and you got to make it cheap. (laughs) No, I still care about, I still care about the quality and I still care about making money. Because let's be honest, I, that's the main reason I'm doing this. Is it the main reason? Well, okay. I say this. It's the main reason I'm doing the coffee thing. I feel like that's my one kind of project area that I can put in the box. I can put it in the business box. So I have a bunch of different boxes in my life and that box is okay. See if you can make a successful, lucrative, profitable business. Okay. What kind of business do you know? Well, back in the day it was doing wedding videos that kind of slowed down. So I'm pretty knowledgeable on coffee. I know what tastes good. And I've proven to myself that I can produce a product from start to finish. Not from start to finish, but from like midpoint to finish. Because I'm not growing these coffee beans. You cannot grow, you cannot grow coffee in most of the U.S., You can, it mainly grows along the equator in very mountainous regions. So like South America, Africa, um, like you can grow parts of it in Mexico. Um, I think Hawaii, yeah, you can grow coffee in Hawaii, places like Honduras, um, I think there has been some American grown coffee, but it's, it's, you probably have to have very, very like strict restrictions and you probably have to grow it in greenhouses and it has to be under very, uh, what's this word I'm looking for? Calculated conditions. (laughs) I don't really know, but. I think it's been done, but, uh, naturally it does not. Coffee does not grow in the U S so I can't grow coffee, but I could buy it online, have it shipped across the entire planet. Talk about sustainability, huh? (laughs) Uh, The whole coffee industry. Anyway, where was I? Okay. So I've proven that I can get the raw product of green beans and then turn that into a sellable item that I can sell online again with the shipping. I don't know. I don't even know. It's still a work in progress, but you got to keep going forward. So I'm going to, I'm going to keep pursuing that. Keep, keep, focus focusing some attention on it again it's in a it's in a small box it's in a small business box in the corner of all the other boxes in my life yeah sometimes i wonder like if i lived in a different country or in a different time period if i would also have this pressure to be building some sort of profitable business. I think I'm just, I think if I, okay, so if I got fired tomorrow from Whole Foods for whatever reason, I would have a fire under my ass. But right now I don't. And that's okay because I'm, I'm making ends meet. I'm bringing in consistent money from working a day job. And so that fulfills all my necessities and even, and then some, right. We're like, we're, we're doing fine. Yeah. We're doing good, but there's such this tendency to look up at this like social hierarchy and, and the, Class above you, and I don't know if it's desire or longing to look a certain way, or I don't know what it is, but it kind of seems like it's never enough. And I'm like, I don't think there's this point of arrival where you're like, okay, I'm good with this amount of money per year per whatever per paycheck per month per year. And I'm just going to coast. I'm not going to continue to try to push for more because when I like sit back and think about it, there are so many things that I see coming down the pipeline of I guess a necessities, but B desires Like, I have a 1989 Ford Ranger, and I've had it for three or four years now. And that's a cool truck. I really like this truck. But doing a little bit of forecasting, I can't really in good conscience drive around my kids in this truck. Like, this thing is a metal death trap doesn't have airbags. Uh, you, you can't put a car seat in it. It's, it's just like a big old hunk of metal with four wheels. And it works for me, right, to go to and from work. But at some point, I want something that is safer, more fuel efficient, uh, one that I can actually bring kids in. Okay, so a new truck is damn expensive these days it's gonna that's like a minimum of twenty thousand dollars okay well i could go into debt for that but i'm already um luckily the only debt emily and i are in is our house is our mortgage and i'm so glad we (laughs) bought our house when we did right before the real estate market exploded so we got our house for 150. Or it was like 155,000 for a really nice 3 bedroom, 2 bath. I mean, it's a very modest house, do not get me wrong. Uh but it's in a really good part of town. And a 3 bedroom, 2 bath for 150 does not exist anymore. Just does not exist. So we scored on our house and we did. Um But that's the only debt I kind of want to be in at the moment. I don't want to tack on a car payment on top of that. So, again, that's just one example of many things that, I mean, we're going to have kids and they're going to need new beds and new clothes and they're going to want to get into sports or whatever it is. Right, Kids are going to be expensive over the course of 18 years. And so that kind of drives my, okay, well, can I do all this stuff with just my income at Whole Foods for long? Luckily, Emily's planning on going back to work, but that's like five to eight years off, right? So shit. (laughs) Uh, Okay, well, I'm happy to bring in the money for that next chunk of time but i should probably try to bring in a little bit more well okay so that's the yeah that's the dilemma is do I just be content with the amount that I'm bringing in from Whole Foods alone and then just be present anytime I'm not at Whole Foods? Or do I try to tack on an extra 10 to 20 hours a week on additional side hustle stuff, which is going to be this podcast and Sam coffee coffee? Um, I'm kind of going with the latter right now, but that's probably going to come and go, um, over the course of the years. I just need to, I need to, I need to start selling bags. I've sold a handful But I just need to figure out how to sell to people beyond my immediate circle. So I need to figure out how to do marketing. Like how to market. A. An item that is so widely used. 90% of Americans consume caffeine. Caffeine in one form or the other on a daily basis okay well i have that going for me (laughs) everyone's addicted to it anyway this is just me oh my goodness just throwing my thoughts out onto the internet for anybody to hear All right, do I want to go anywhere else with this? Let me see what else I wrote on my notes. Um, I wrote down chickens. I wrote down school. I wrote down... That's about... Yeah, I talked about everything else. Uh, Chickens. (laughs) I don't know why I wrote down chickens. Uh, My chickens have not been producing because it's very cold. We're in peak winter. And they are saving all their energy, I guess and so egg production has halted to zero. And that's cool. Uh love the chickens. Shout out to the chickens. We got four awesome birds out back. And you know what ladies, take all the time you need. This is your winter break. <laughs> Just hopefully you resume back in back in spring. Chickens, okay. Um, And then lastly, I wrote down school. I would love to go back to school. I would also resent going back to school. I don't know. That one's kind of up in the air for me right now. I guess it kind of goes along with what I was talking about earlier about, okay, do I want to try to just make it work at Whole Foods or do I want to try to go back to school and... find a job that can pay me a little bit more um but that's like a very that's a long game to play right there I feel like in order to make in order to obtain a job that pays a decent amount more than I'm making right now I'm not making bad money I'm really not it's solid but I'm just thinking like making good money, <laughs> you know, like good money. Hey, I'm not making good money. I'm making, I'm making money, you know, talking in code. Um, so yeah, I would have to probably go I <laughs> I have to go back to school for like another two to four years because I have an associate's degree, but, that's, let's be honest, that's a high school diploma. Uh, it's equivalent to a high school diploma, especially in business. I got in business just because I was like, what the hell ever. So there's that. Um, I mean, the other option is that I play the Whole Foods game, right? And I don't, I think I'm finding out that I don't want to play that game because obviously I can make more I can move up in whole foods and become a team leader or be, or work towards becoming like a store ASTL or something like that but who knows who knows what the future holds I that could happen but that means giving up a prized benefit which is that I currently have right now, which is a set morning schedule that has become, that's become top priority for me is having a set morning schedule while I'm at Whole Foods. So that's why I'm interested in becoming a receiver because they're, they're set morning people. Anyway, uh, what was I talking about? School? Yeah, man, I would love to go back to school. I really need to, I need to continue engaging in intellectual behaviors. Because like everything else in this body, your brain is a muscle. I mean, it's not, I don't think it's an, act, it's not an actual muscle, but in this hypothetical theory that I'm laying out it's uh, it's a muscle that it has to be worked it has to be you got to practice learning you have to practice engaging in new intellectual activities and behaviors or else you start to lose it and I don't want to lose my brain so I want to stay sharp, and in order to stay sharp, you have to learn new stuff and experience new things and engage in conversation and debate and learn a language and go travel to a new part of the world. And I think right now we're just not in that season of life we're in raising small children season of life. So, man, I would love to go back to school, but (laughs) the school semester starts in two weeks and I'm, we're having a baby in two weeks. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's just an excuse. Maybe I should just do online. I can do online but I would have to substitute something for it. Well, I found out last week I played video games for two, 250 hours. So, all right, there's my wiggle room. Hey, okay. Well, I'll go back at some point. I want to take Spanish classes or I'll, I want to take a Spanish class. I want to take an English class. I wanna take some sort of writing class. And then I don't know if I wanna, I, maybe I wanna go back for some sort of degree, like an undergrad degree. Who knows what in, there's so many choices. All right, I think I'm gonna end it. Um, yeah, good pod. Good pod, Christian. Good pod. Um, again, let's see here. Will I continue this podcast when the new baby arrives? you will just have to wait and see, as will I. Thank you for listening. If you're watching on YouTube, there's this thing that everybody says, which is, Please leave a like below. Hit that notification bell. Leave a comment telling me about how your day went or (laughs) something. No, what was the thing earlier in the show? I was, oh, I was talking about headphones. Leave me a comment down below with your recommended pair of comfortable headphones. No one's gonna do that. It's okay though. (laughs) Again, I'm just, I'm building the structure. Um, okay. And then if you're listening on Apple or on Spotify, you could leave me a nice review. That would be very helpful. And yeah, enjoy your week. Make sure to get as much sunlight as you can. Make sure to stay hydrated. Be sure to eat good, healthy, whole food, whole foods. I always feel weird saying that it's just too on brand with whole foods but it's true yeah eat whole whole space foods uh me personally i eat a lot of good healthy meat and i feel pretty good <laughs> feel great okay i'm gonna get off and start editing Uh, All right. Bye.